Hello, and welcome to another episode of OK Stupid, a guide to self-sabotage in the world of online dating, brought to you by the internet, or me. <laughs> welcome to OK Stupid, a guide to self-sabotage in the world of online dating. The names have been changed throughout this story. I should have changed my own. You know, you just gotta, you gotta entertain yourself sometimes. And that's what I did. Last week's show had uh, stuff in it. And this week's show's got more stuff in it. Parsnip Tuna Roll wrote that she appears much younger than she really is. <laughs> Here's what I sent her. Hi. I also look younger than I am. And much closer when viewed through a side view mirror. Come to think of it, do side view mirrors still contain that warning? Are they called side view mirrors still? Google? Cheers. Anthony. Perhaps she had a side view mirror fetish, or maybe she thought I was clever. I didn't give much thought as to why Tracy, aka Parsnip Tuna Roll, agreed to go on a date with me. That's right. I wanted to be excited, but the planning for the date became a little tiresome. I'm free around 7 tomorrow night. Does that work for you? I asked. She said it did. Great. I work from home, so if it's easier, I can meet you near your office or neighborhood. Her pause was long. Too long. It made me understand why texting is taking over talking. I called because I didn't want to get stuck in an endless loop of back and forth messages. Her pause continued. Uh, hello? Yeah, uh, can I text you a place tomorrow? I said sure, and that I looked forward to meeting her the next night. 6.45 p.m. the next night, she texts me. Sorry, stuck in office meeting. Going to be 15 minutes late. I wrote back that I appreciated her heads up. I also asked her for a heads up as to where we were meeting. Oh my god, sorry. How about the bitter monk? I wrote back, okay, and put on a pair of pants. Because I'm fancy. On the subway ride, I noticed the stain on the crotch of my pants. Because I'm dirty. They were dark blue, and I think the stain was dark chocolate. I'm sure the bitter monk would be dark, and my slovenly appearance would disappear. The bitter monk was another bar. No different than so many others. Too many widescreen TVs, backlighted bottles of booze, and heavily shellacked wood. Young women in low-cut, yet office-appropriate tops being chased by young men all wearing the same blue button-down shirt. On Wednesdays, an authentic Irishman comes in and sings a few of Billy Joel's greatest hits. At 2 a.m., he leads the drunken throng in a whining rendition of Danny Boy. Beat me with a pipe. Yeah, this place will be fine. Tracy arrived. We had the awkward hug thing and grab stools at the bar. I didn't expect much, but quickly became surprised. She was cute, smart, and not at all disorganized as her texts led me to believe. Our first round was drained and we moved on to the second round. The conversation became more flirty. I made a few accidental brushes against her leg. Then she told me about how her mother and aunt asked if she were a lesbian. How her college roommate, a married lesbian, asked if she were a lesbian. 
I asked her if she was a lesbian. She took time to think about this. A long time. Perhaps I should have texted her that question. A minute later, she came back to life and answered, no. No, I, I don't think so. No. This was the second possible lesbian that agreed to go out with me. Were my delicate features betraying me? Had I transitioned from women that complained about there being no straight men left to a scenario where there are no straight women left? Name BK Wonder, like to drink milk and eat pizza. Milk, milk, milk. She like you. I I pronounce that word weird. Word weird. <laughs> oh. Here's what I sent BK Wonder. Hi. Drinking milk with Italian food is something that we were forbidden to do as children. Were my parents concerned about the combination of lactose and tomatoes? I have no idea. Cheers, Anthony. BK Wonder didn't question her own sexuality. She questioned mine. Would you fuck him? She asked this question 20 minutes into our date, in the middle of her telling me how she got to travel to Sri Lanka for free with a friend of her father's. I made an obvious joke. Huh, friend of your father's, hey? Mm. I raised my eyebrows. No judgment here. Is he interested in adopting a man in his 30s? He's gay. I didn't fuck him. Would you fuck him? Allow me to back up. An hour before this date, my phone rang. I looked at the screen. Hank. I answered. Yo, what are you up to? I tried to answer, but he talked right over me. Doesn't matter. I just scored two backstage passes to the Black Keys. All food and drinks included. Sure you did. Listen, I got a date in an hour. What's up? Ditcher, man. This is real. He explained how a friend of a friend knew a guy that was dating a girl that was an event planner for a liquor company. Five minutes later, the tale ended with him offering me one of the passes. This is better than an online date. I looked at the time. My date was already on the subway. There was no way I could contact her and tell her the date was off. I could send a message, but... She wouldn't get it until she was already in my neighborhood. Look, man, if you called me an hour earlier, I'd be in. Lame. He hung up. The next day, Hank called to tell me how not only was the show awesome, but that he got to hang out with the band. I told him how my date asked me if I'd fuck a man. I hoped that last date would prove to be different, that during my absence from online dating, something changed. Maybe I changed, or the women that agreed to go on a date with me had changed. I don't know. This date led me to believe Hank was right. Online dating was bullshit. What else was I going to do? I stuck with it, but this time I would only do online dating for fun. I wouldn't get sucked into the Venus flytrap that those Canadian women like to lay. This time I'd just write crazy messages to entertain my friends. 
Earhart complained of guys that visited her profile and never messaged her. She also claimed to be an excellent baker. Hi. I need to add a requirement that my matches need to be excellent bakers. In a former life, I think I was a food taster for a royal court. It might have killed me. But I'm sure it was the best job in the world. Sadly, there is little demand for royal court food tasters these days. A profile visit without a message isn't as creepy as the repeated visits without a message. Neither of those is as creepy as the Santa I saw on the subway. Full bushy beard, red suit, no pants. Times are tough for Mr. Claus. Cheers, Anthony. Sergeant Pepper Steak doesn't like the word selfie. Hi, I disagree with your disdain for the word selfie. It sounds like a drug takes in order to take advantage of, well, oneself. As in, killer night, bro. No chicks. Went home, gave myself a selfie. Woke up, and my clothes are on backwards. Are you really good at making pie crusts, eating pie crusts, defrosting pie crusts, or something else to do with pie crusts? Cheers. Anthony. Oh, she replied. She replied with, ha. Really? Really? That's it? I read a two-paragraph message where it's clear that I read her profile and the response consisted of less than a full sentence? I'm not bitter. And thank you for listening to another episode of OK Stupid, brought to you by MarcyRader.com. M-A-R-C-E-Y-R-A-D-E-R.com. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can go to Amazon right now and get OK Stupid Chapter 1 in ebook format. Download it, read it on your Kindle, on the toilet, or on the subway across from a Santa Claus not wearing pants. Because you're better off looking at something in your hand instead of looking at what's in Santa's hand. Thanks. Bye. Bye.